You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. Week 10 already? November already? Where does the time go? Does so go so quick when you're having fun. It goes at light speed when you're doing well in your football pool and won't slow down when you're back to the pendulum picks winning ways. It slows down if you're at Sting's new Broadway show or possibly another evening of Dylan Thomas poetry, but those things make it all entertaining anyway. I know I talk about it all the time, but this is such a great season to live in New York City. Every weekend is full of entertainment and joy. I'm trying not to think of what happens after January, but there will always be football, at least until February. And football is where it is at some times, and for me, television is where it's at in the other times. So if you have football and television, well, isn't that just special? Tonight, we'll talk about all of those things. We'll talk about Jesse James and her dreamy husband, who clearly isn't the brightest of sorts. We'll go back to the past and hear spooky television predictions from a young podcast host with oddly the same name as mine, who you will think is psychic. And our special guest will finally give Oscar de la Renta his due, unlike that Rachel Feinstein character who clearly knows nothing of the art of fashion. Why is that important at all, you ask? Because this show has everything but the kitchen sink. And that's the way I like it. Uh-huh. It's an all-new November edition of The Spread with Dave Juskow. Yes, I went there. And uh, it's an all-new edition of The Spread, week 10. Been here a little over two months. Very exciting. It's November. And I would like to introduce my guest, my very special guest for... I don't even know what to say this morning, this evening, this afternoon, because everybody listens at different time. But please welcome uh, the legendary... uh, co-host from Sirius Radio from the Cosmo Channel and uh, the radio of whatever station that short-lived station was, but, uh, <laughs> and uh, the head of the CBGB organization. Now, please welcome <laughs> Victoria Keelan, everybody. Hello, Dave. Hello, Victoria. How nice to have you. You got zero facts right about me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I just uh, took a chance, and uh, that's the way it is. You there know? you go. Well, um, thanks for having me. Oh, thank you for being here, because you have a lovely speaking voice. Thank you. And uh, sometimes that's all I look for in a girl. <laughs> well, you know, it makes phone sex better. Hey, no. Well, since you probably don't really see most of your victims in person. How dare you speak that way about my mother? <laughs> now. Well, no, thank you for uh, joining us. I. Uh, well, congratulations on this uh, fine broadcast. I know. It's pretty cool, right? I it's uh, nice here. It's fun. I didn't know until you asked me in a panic to co-host today that in you even panic, had a podcast. I can get anybody <laughs> I want to be here. Well, so, you know, the thing, the fact I'm of the sure matter is I, uh, I'm always nervous about doing it myself. I kind of want to because there's this guy on the radio, and I think maybe you know, I mean, I know you know a lot about radio. Mike Francesa, he's a sports uh host on the fan mm-hmm. and i'm obsessed with him a little bit because the funny thing about mike francesi he's got a lot of fans but he's a real tool i mean his show is the way he talks and the way he's mean to people and and his guests and uh the callers is really like why do we like this guy his predictions are always wrong <laughs> he never gives anybody a chance but yet the fact that he is on for five and a half hours i think a day and usually by himself 
That'll make someone go crazy. Yeah. So he should just get a you cut him some slack. Well, he for also that. falls asleep at the mic a lot. They have photos, and oh you know he's God. on TV for some reason. Thanks to Howard Stern, who you know we worship, um, or at least that's I believe how we first bonded. Yeah, sure. Um, everybody for some reason now thinks to Actually, have. We first bonded over Laura Bell Bundy on Broadway in, in Legally Blonde. Let's get let's get the facts straight. It was not over Howard Stern. I don't know what Did you're I talking about. Did I just pull the curtain too far back on that <laughs> one? No, everybody <laughs> knows. I'm telling you, last week we just played D Dylan Thomas poetry, so please, uh, yes. That must so. have been a riveting episode <laughs> of the Dave Jessica program. It was. It's got 49 hits What's so this called again? Like What's the, the name spread. of this thing? The spread. Okay. It's about, you know, the gambling, uh, the spread on a game. Do you know about that? Yeah, no, I don't know anything. I've never gambled. I don't follow sports, so I'm the perfect co-host for tonight. It makes no difference to me. I try not to make it. I like to make it for everybody, so it's fine with me if you don't know anything because I like to describe it. But the spread is what you get when you're uh, gambling on a game of football, uh, so you're not just picking winner or loser. You're saying, but will they win by this many points? Because uh. it's easy to pick the Super Bowl champs over a team that hasn't won anything. Right. But... Can, will they win over like 15 points? And that is where the fun comes in if you're a gambling degenerate like myself. There you go. Yeah. So that's... Well, I'm just so happy that I fit right in with all that. <laughs> well, you uh, fit in in different ways. I just like having a co-host. I like having somebody to talk to. So I'm your security blanket. Pretty much. All right. Well, it's good to talk to somebody. I mean, I, it's easy. Uh, again, I can talk for an hour straight, which I've done probably to you before where you haven't even said anything. I think we were on the phone, and I think I just had you on, on mute or something. A lot yeah. of people do it that. It's kind of like time. white noise. Yep. Yeah, that's what I do, and I like it. I uh, did it to Henry over there before, who I just met. is in the booth. Um, <laughs> I think I just started going off, and I'm like, and here's another thing about NBC, and let me tell you something. <laughs> it's like nonstop. I feel horrible. <laughs> well, it has been, uh, what, over a year since you and I did radio together? Yeah, that's right. You were a guest on my on my show. I know, which was super on fun. On Sirius, yeah. That was very fun. Yeah, I mean, I like you know, I like to do that, and we were talking about movies that girls might like right that was uh, movies that guys wished girls would watch right and you gave the worst recommendations apparently yeah i heard from the callers after that it uh, was yeah you, you gave some i don't really see how that ones. would be bad i said the matrix i mean if it why wouldn't i i still stand by my there choices was some, there was one movie i know i said star trek 4 everybody yeah, was very was upset like whales in outer space what, or something well, who wouldn't like that the girls like whales in fact but in the next half hour i will prove my I will prove my I, point. I, I don't want to derail this fine broadcast. No, you're not. You yes. just reminded me that that's what I'm going to do, and okay. I will show you. I'll prove my point, and we'll talk so about anyway, it So anyway, my point is it's nice to do radio with you again. Yes, it is lovely to do radio. It's nice to have somebody uh, who enjoys the format of radio and talk as you and I do. There aren't a lot of people left like us. Although, ironically, I guess there are because everybody's doing podcasts now. I never thought this would happen where it would go backwards in time where we actually have video and television and we can see people do stuff people would prefer to listen. And what's worse, nobody ever wants to talk on the phone with me anymore. Everybody likes to text. I still like... I keep telling you, just text me. I'm never going to answer I the know, phone. I know, but that can come out really bad. Like, for so I was mad at you because you couldn't, you know, you just sent me like, I can't make this week, so I wasn't sure if you were going to be reliable this week or something. And reliable. if I say, well, if I say in a text, will you definitely be reliable, then it's not... Then you're like, what are you talking about, jerk off? Like, I'm not allowed to explain First of where all, it's coming last from. Last week, you didn't even tell me. You you said, I'm doing this this podcast thing. You and our mutual friend Liz, just, you know, you guys come and hang out. And I'm like, why do I want to hang out I and, and watch someone do radio what? of marginal quality? <gasps> I mean, come on. How like, rude. 
Well, look, after I But anyway, so, and then when you finally called me, when I finally spoke to you on the phone and you said, actually, I'd like you to co-host then, Well, then, know, then because when I was thinking about it, I'm like, well, she should actually come on and co-host because she's, you know, she's familiar with the format. She's got a good speaking voice. You know how many people do not? Lots. I'd like to think I wouldn't have a career in radio if I sounded really annoying. Well, you sound annoying. It doesn't matter, though. The it's quality of my <laughs> voice, <laughs> not the words. No, you're good. <laughs> and then I was thinking about, because, uh, you know, when Oscar de la Renta died, and I know this is ridiculous to talk about on a football show, but um, I was asking Rachel Feinstein about it. She had no idea what I was talking about. She had no she idea who died? that was. She didn't know he died. She didn't know who he was. She didn't know who he was. Yeah, I swear. Come I don't on. know what kind of girl uh, doesn't is know. Is she a New Yorker? Like well, every New Bethesda, York woman, like homeless women in New York know who he is. Well, I think, you know, he should be. I mean, he is a living legend, and I believe he was straight. Yeah. Well, totally. that's what I'm fascinated by. I've never seen any designer that's like straight. Like, are they a lot of them? I mean, doesn't really make any sense. When do well, he's kind of like the last of the old school where it was totally acceptable to be a straight man <laughs> and a designer. And now it's kind of like, yeah, I think he's probably the last straight guy. Well, that's now what he's I gone. thought. That's why yeah. I was fascinated when I was reading up. And I'm like, wh- his third wife? You know, I was, yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, what? Yep. I didn't know anything about that. And it's funny, our friend... Um, our other mutual friend, Lenny Marcus, who I'm going to have Love on the show Lenny. in uh, maybe the next week or the week after. Maybe I should do a podcast after. with Lenny. I wouldn't. Um, <laughs> he's also in my football pool, so we were going to talk football. And he's also a, a Giants analyst, so a lot of times he uh, we talk about the Jets or whatever. But for some reason, Lenny, who's a, you know, a manly man, who was just on Letterman last week, did a great job. He did a great job. He knows about fashion. Why is that? I've been waiting to ask you why. The way it started, and that's what he and I bonded over when I, tried I first met him. I to have you both him. on today. He couldn't make it today. Oh, that's too bad. Um, yeah, the, it, he used to kind of get holed up in this house in the Hamptons that his family would rent every summer. And so whenever it was raining, it was always a bunch of girls, and they'd be flipping through magazines or shopping, and then he'd sit there and try to watch sports, and they would bother him and say, well, do you like these shoes? Do you like that? And then he just kind of, it kind of went from there. And he has very strong opinions <laughs> about what women should and shouldn't wear. <laughs> I mean, he, he came on my show on Serious Ones and had a top 10 list of things he never <laughs> wants to see women wear ever again. That's really funny. Yeah, and it was, I mean, I had tears in my eyes. It was, it, it was like a, he took over the entire show. I couldn't even talk. I was laughing so hard. Uh, you had tears in your eyes from laughing, and it's also... Now women I have tears in my eyes for a very different reason, because I'm doing this with you. Do, uh, do women find that attractive when a guy knows about fashion, or oh is it yeah. gay? Because he's, you know, he's not married. and He's straight. I know he's straight. I'm just saying. It seems no, like this is the thing that men don't get. Every woman wants a guy that has like at least 2% of him that could be a little bit girly and a little bit gay. So like we want a real answer. When I asked you tonight, I said, oh, I just got my haircut. What do you think? You actually took the time to answer <laughs> it. That's what women want. We want we want a manly man, but we want one or 2% of him to be a little bit gay. It's a gay chip. We just want the gay chip. You know what the problem with me is I'm like 3% gay. You're, you're like fully gay. I know. I had everyone convinced that you were gay because I really believed that you were when I first met you. But by my fashion sense, you would absolutely oh, say I was not. Oh, you're very straight. Because my gay friends are always like, or yeah, you're you should be. Or you're one of those like be. tragic bears. You could be, <laughs> there's a whole subcategory that could Clearly be by my fashion sense. And if you see my apartment, you know I'm not gay. Well, um, your apartment has weird puppets. What's the matter with you? You, you gonna, have a you, black cat named uh, after Selena Gomez. She's not named after Selena Gomez. Her, her name's Selena. Yes, but you uh, creepily love Selena Gomez. <laughs> well, and just you as have a no, you have like weird furniture. You have weird furniture, and it kind of all looks like it came from like a prop place. And then you've got <laughs> and you have true. like puppets everywhere. 
you know, so, I, I so want to uh, dispel all of this. You're but either I... straight and tragic or you're a serial killer, and I don't know. <laughs> it's, there's a fine line. I'm afraid of blood. So guess I'm just gay. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, um, this last Tuesday I went to see uh, Sting's new Broadway play. Might oh, well just don't go tell for me it it's terrible because I heard it was. I know it got mixed reviews. I go to see plays. I like plays. All right, so let's just uh, look. We're putting it out there. It's happening. I run. A, I do a football show, so technically. All right, can we just blow gay, through the football stuff? We will. Say but what you need to say. The Sting play. Yeah. Is not that great. It's not good what, at all. Actually, no, it's okay. What's not good about it? Is it is it's the music boring. is the music bad or is the music the story? is just okay? It's just I wrote an article for the Huffington Post this week, uh, talking about the difference between Sting show and U two doing the uh, Spider Man Turn Off the Dark. And the only reason I wrote it is because Sting is completely I like Sting and. He uses two of his old songs in the show. That's the best part. He uses uh, All This Time, which is one of my favorite Sting songs. Love that song. Right, yeah. me too. And it completely fits. But then you get upset because the guy who's the lead isn't as good a singer as Sting. Oh, so then you're like, well, we're Sting with singing this. That's too bad. But Sting is committed to the show. He's really, this is a I subject know. he completely believes in. Right. He performs the show out sometimes. He will be online for when people are trying to get, uh, you know, people that don't, like NYU students trying to get, and perform... Every little thing she does is magic. He's completely committed to this show, and I love that. Whereas the reason why I wrote this article for the Post last week, U2 is such a bag of crap. When they gave leftover music for Spider-Man, which has the worst soundtrack or whatever it's called uh, I've ever heard, every song is worse than the next. Um, I, I, I never had any interest in that. It just seemed really I know, boring. No, no, a lot of people didn't, uh, but... You know, the, the spectacle was what it was there for, seeing Spider-Man well, fly over your head. Off the thing, well, so that's like exciting. <laughs> you want to see if people are going to fall off, yeah. right? So, but you two came in five months after the show was on, finally saw the show, <laughs> and they're like, "What?" They closed the show, retooled it for a month, and reopened it because they were so humiliated. Oh. Then they made the, everybody buy an iPod Six with their album. They made you buy the album <laughs> with the iPod Six. So these guys are. These all of a sudden, they're f you know, these are the fighting for the cause guys. They're the worst <laughs> cause. Sting is still the man. And so uh, I, I had heard one review that said it was bad because they were hoping all the songs would sound like Sting songs, and they don't. Well, that's an excellent point too. I mean, like if you're going to go see a musical that Sting's face is kind of all over it. I mean, you know he's not in it, but it's his life story yep. and all this. You just kind of want the music to sound like Sting's music. Yeah, you're absolutely right, and uh, you are right. And my brother-in-law, or the police, or whatever. My brother-in-law loved the show because he hates musicals. Obviously, he's a man, and he liked this one because it's manly songs. You know, it's a bunch of guys singing like, "What do we got? What do we got? We're gonna build a ship." So it's a, in that sense, for a guy who doesn't like Broadway shows, it's okay. But for a guy who does, it's got no songs you leave the theater singing with, except all this time, which right. I would have been singing. They're probably singing <laughs> but a daily basis. you could have stayed home and played that uh, yeah, for and yourself I, uh, on repeat. So, you know, but it, it was okay. I've seen so worse shows. So it was shows, no Legally Blonde, is what you're saying. <sighs> that show was amazing. I feel right like now. when you do reviews... You know, some people have apples, some people have stars. You have Bruiser Woods. How many <laughs> Bruiser Woods do I give this? <laughs> I know. I so don't know why. So it got negative like, one, Bruiser I Woods. I like Legally Brown. I like Laura Bell Bundy. She doesn't do anything else. You know, I mean, we'll, we'll stop talking about this soon because, you know, I, I can't imagine people care about this. But, you know, the thing, I don't know. I like theater. You know, I like New York City and about it. And uh, with somebody like when you have theater stars like that nobody knows except you and I, like we would be excited if Laura Bell Bundy came out with a new show. But that's like, it's one of those things. Um, there was a guy who played, I saw Saturday Night Fever, the musical, 
And the the guy who played uh, Tony, uh, now I can't think of his name. Uh, you know the John Travolta part, um, Tony Montero. No, that's uh, Scarface. I, think. I don't know. Anyway, I never saw the, the movie. I just know the the you know. Oh, you never saw Saturday Night Fever? No. Oh my God, it's amazing. I could watch it a hundred times. <laughs> I swear to but God, the guy I could watch it a hundred times. the Travolta part, you mean? Yeah, he was um, he was great, but the show was horrible. So then they did Xanadu. I like to see movies made into Broadway shows. I don't know why. I find them very funny. Uh, Are you still pulling for Clueless to be a musical? Duh. Yeah, that would be awesome, actually. You know what's going to happen. I saw. I was the only one that saw um, Bring It On, the musical. Didn't that was I tell a musical? That? Yep. I saw Bring <laughs> It On, the musical. This is the was cheerleading movie. No. <laughs> but I bought a 26-year-old girl with me. It was a date. Yeah. Oh, my God. A- a- anyway, shut up. Anyway, <laughs> the important thing, the best part about it was that um, afterwards I said, huh, that wasn't really like the movie. And she goes, oh, that's because they combined. That's the way she talks. You're from Queens. That's because they combined Bring It On 2 and 3. And I'm like, oh. So thank God I bought her because then it all made so sense. So you, you didn't watch, you don't, every Saturday on ABC Family, you don't watch the, the, the no, marathons which is of funny Bring It because On 1, uh, 2, and 3 and Bring It On even more and whatever the fifth one is? During, uh, what was the hurricane that, uh, the last Sandy? One? Yeah. During Hurricane Sandy, I was going to do a Bring It On marathon. That was my big plan, but oh. I never did it. Oh. I decided to, you know, be manlier instead. So just Bring It On, the musical, that came and went quickly? Came and went. but uh, And it was weird because the girl who was the head cheerleader of the Kristen Dunst part um, was really hot, <laughs> but a horrible dancer and singer. So I don't know. That was weird. Anyway, uh, let's move on to the football segment <laughs> because uh, you know it's important now listen this week this week i did i kicked ass i won every football game on sunday but now in my pool i started picking thursday games because i switch it i don't like picking the thursday games i started picking thursday games and i pick a saturday college game and i lost both of those and it uh propelled me to go to the tiebreaker monday which I lost, so I was really upset. But I won everything because my key pick was betting against the Jets. But I won my three-team parlay, which was the Eagles, Chiefs, and Colts, so I won the $300, and I won the pendulum pick, which was the Patriots, and I'll uh, explain that to you in a second. Um, Am I supposed to be paying attention to this part? Yeah, I was just checking attention. Instagram. <laughs> and uh, I won the pendulum pick, which was the Patriots, which was another $500, so now I am up quite big. But I lost my tease by only one game which is amazing I, now last week i had my friend memo and we made a movie called the cars together the is car, that the one that uh, the turbo the singer of the band hated it yes that's right oh, okay. uh, yeah no the, just, the, the, just, the, the just brother the brother okay yeah because well i made a movie about the cars and the the guy uh, ben Orr and rick ocasek those are the two members of the band so ben Orr is dead his brother came and uh, no, I'm sorry. It was another guy, Elliot Easton, who's in the band. He's the lead guitarist for the for the Cars, the band. His brother came, and we made in our movie we made his brother a horrible stand-up comic <laughs> after he left the band, and he was furious and ran out. Well, oh, yeah. So, but um, what I do is I make these teases with college selections that spell out the names that I'm going for. So last week was the Cars, so I use the Auburn Tigers with the T for the. Okay. I use the Iowa Hawkeyes and, you know, I go on for the cars. I only got one wrong. I got one, two, three, four, five, six right and one wrong, or I would have won the whole thing. And that stupid East Carolina Pirates lost to Temple. That never happens. So I lost that one. But this week I have high hopes. I'm doing 
an eight-team tease with the name. Are, wait, so this, this means these are the teams that you, you think are going to win? Well, I'm going to tell you in a second, but I'm using the name <laughs> Victoria. Really? Yes, because you're my special guest this week. Wow. All right, so what this is, this is a, a college tease. I get 10 Who's points. A I'm going to tell you in a second. Will you relax? All right. Now, you, I get 10 points for each game. Remember I was telling you about those spreads. I get an additional 10 points to those to play either way I want. And I, and I spell out these ridiculous names. And I've won a couple of them, which is amazing because this is really difficult. And on paper, they sound amazing, but I'm very good at this. And sometimes I make a lot of comedy names. And the fact that they win is even funnier. So for V, and this is what makes it exciting, I used the Idaho Vandals. That's the team's name. I didn't know it until They're today. They're named after criminals? I guess. Well, That's you know. That's kind of awesome, actually. Well, I guess it makes sense. They're the I've never heard We're of the them. Vandals. We're gonna mess t shit up tonight. Uh, yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. I have them plus thirty. They're from where? Idaho. Idaho. Well, what else is there to How do but vandalize know? things? Right. I have them plus thirty over San no Diego offense State. No people in Idaho. For the I, I couldn't use a, a name of a team because I can't. There's only like the Fighting Illinois or from Illinois. <laughs> like okay. The fight, fight. I can never pronounce it right. The Fighting. I can't get it right. I don't know why. Anyway, I'm using the Iowa Hawkeyes. Okay. I have them plus eight and a half at Minnesota. Then for the C, I uh, chose something funny. Um, I'm using the Vanderbilt Commodores. <laughs> that's their name. Wow. That's why they always lose because that's a horrible name. <laughs> I have them plus 24 and a half over Florida. Um, you have them picked to win? That's right. But well, even though no, you said they matter. lose all the time. Well, th they can lose as long as they don't lose by 25 points. Oh, I'm so confused. All right, continue. They can lose, and it just doesn't. I mean, they can lose big. They okay. can lose by three touchdowns. Back they just to can't my name. lose anymore. Uh, you than lost that. me. Go ahead. Then I got the Auburn Tigers because I know you love Auburn because your ex-husband uh, oh, yeah. is a huge Auburn fan. <laughs> I wasn't sure whether to use it or not. Whether that would can bring it, me bad luck. Can it be the LSU luck. Tigers? I like them better. It could, but I didn't. Uh, they're playing Alabama this week, and I didn't like it. Oh, okay. You think I Alabama's going to win? Well. I'm not sure. I picked LSU in the pool. I think I have them like plus eight and a half. Okay. I was worried. So you think Auburn's going to win? I was only picking Auburn because I know you know about Auburn. When we talked on the phone, I knew you knew the Auburn Tigers, and I was so yeah, impressed. Yeah, I've been to a few games. Right. Yes. You've been to actually a few games. I've yes. never even been to a college game before. And last week, I was going supposed to go to, to the Rutgers. Auburn, I went to see Auburn play Alabama twice, and Auburn played Georgia once. No, Florida State once. Not Florida State. The other ones. The, the, Florida. The, the Gators. Gators. Yeah. Tim Tebow's last game. Oh, really? And he lost, actually. Oh, Auburn that's exciting. Beat him. It was a great game. Anyway, it's it's like a, it's like better than going to a pro game. Really? For sure. I would go to a college game every week if I could. Did but you tailgate and everything? Oh, yeah, totally. But pro football to me is just so boring. Okay, but with the college, though, I've never been to a it's college amazing. game before. It's like an event. Well, do you tailgate like two days before? or just Depends, yeah. I mean, it depends on the school, but yeah, there, there were tents set up. I mean, people... People bought, when, when I was down there with my ex, uh, he knew people who bought a house on the corner of like where the campus started <laughs> just for football games. Wow. <laughs> they bought real estate just for games. Wow. And they, and they had really amazing parties there too. That's what I've heard. You know, I like to watch they the show. They take joke. it seriously. I know. I watch uh, College Game Day every week and they're always at this place and they always, all the places they go, like um, I think they're at Mississippi State and they have all these customs where, I don't know whether it was M Mississippi or Mississippi State, but they have customs like where they have this on Fridays, you have to, 
they've you know you go and then you run to get your space <laughs> that you keep for the you know the whole day or twenty. You got to sleep overnight and oh everything. God. And they all have these customs. They all wear tuxedos or something. You know, each it place has their own customs, yeah. and it is fascinating. I was supposed to go to the stupid Rutgers game last week because I know a lot of people that were going for Wisconsin. I purposes. mean, look, I'm from Jersey and I love to support Rutgers, but what you will witness there is just it's, it's not going to be the same. Right, oh right, God, right. It's As going to one of these SEC teams. Right. Yeah. I, I've always uh, wanted to go like maybe That's Ohio like wanting State a drink in a sober town. I mean, it's <laughs> not. Yeah, it's not good. Anyway, just to finish out Victoria, I picked uh, the Oregon Ducks. OK, uh, like the Mighty Ducks, like the movie. No. Well, kind of like that, but it's oh. uh, they aren't they from Oregon. No, the Mighty Ducks are from Anaheim. Oh, yeah, because they're. You know, Hollywood Town. Right. Yeah. So, because they're by Disney World. And The Mighty Ducks was a Disney movie. Yeah, I, I'm referencing the movie. Yeah, I, I like know. the movie. <laughs> Nobody likes that movie. What are you, an Emilio Estevez fan? No, I was a little you kid. worship Emilio Hello, Estevez? Pacey is in it. Joshua Jackson from Dawson's Creek. Pacey, he's the star. I only know Joshua Jackson from uh, Fringe. Isn't that the same guy? Yeah. I like him. He's Pacey. He's good. He will always be Pacey. Oh no, that's uh, I get him and James Vanderbeek mixed up, mixed up sometimes. I don't know why. Anyway, for the R, I thought you might like this. I use the University of Louisiana Lafayette Raging Cajuns. It's one of my favorite right. teams to pick. Nice. I love it. Minus six, and then the Notre Dame Irish. Eh, I'm not a Notre Dame plus, fan. No, me neither. But I'm just I needed I needed an <laughs> I. You know how difficult it is to find an I. And then um, you I really used, put some thought into this. Yeah, I know. And then I used uh, Air Force uh, for the A. Okay, against, cool. Uh, you got to have some armed forces in there, right? I have Army a good played feeling last about that. I have a good feeling. Unfortunately, yeah, by Notre spanked. Dame. I know. So how do you know all this stuff? Because my parents, I was visiting my parents and they were watching and I had nothing else it's to watch. It's kind of weird that you say you know nothing about football and then all of a sudden uh, no, you're no, like, no, I like and let me tell football. you something about Army. Uh, no, 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 no. I like college football. And if college football is on, I'll watch. I follow, I follow Florida State because one of my good friends went there. I, I do still root for Auburn. Um, not an Alabama fan, just because you can't be I both. I would think you might not work Love root for LSU. Auburn anymore, you know, if you get divorced from no, a person I'm not, I'm that went bitter. to Auburn. We had a very pleasant divorce. Uh, it's I not like what I heard around LS town. Yeah, uh, I like the LSU Tigers because I, I love Louisiana and New Orleans. I love uh, I do follow the New Orleans Saints because that's my favorite town. So, but yeah, I love football. I just don't like pro football. I think just think it's boring. I understand. No, there's no problem with that. I wasn't saying college you have football to love. is exciting. I like the Georgia Bulldogs too. Yeah, well, I like college too, but I also like the pros a lot. Now, um, I have a friend. You can't bet on college, can you? Or you? Of course do. you can. You can bet on everything. <laughs> What do you think? You can't bet on college. What's the matter with you? I don't know these things. Uh, I, all right. This is what I'm going to tell you. This um, this is amazing. You'll like this. I have a friend. We, every week, her name is Irene, and she makes a pendulum pick. She has a pendulum, a magic pendulum, that makes football picks. Now, she was right seven times in a row, and then she faltered one week because – and I could tell something was wrong. She texts me the teams all the time, but I could tell something was wrong – she said, well, I had a friend who died. I wasn't concentrating. So we gave her that. We let it go. Then I had her pick two teams the next week to make up for it, and she tied with them. So we didn't lose any money that week. So, And last week she got right, the Patriots. So she is back on track. What's a, a, the pendulum? She has a pendulum. You mean she like holds the thing you over. buy at like Sharper Image? Yeah, that's right. The well, thing that swings back and forth? Yeah. So she uses when she holds it up. She was here one week showing it to us. She holds it up on a chain, and it circles around. Oh, you mean like a like a psychic kind of that's right ghost hunting thing? <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. More like a, like a Ouija board kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like the stick that shakes. 
Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay. So, All right, cool. so she All uses right. this pendulum, and she's been very good. I mean, she only had this so one. So you give her week. two choices, and she no, swings the No, I usually give thing? her one. I give her two teams. Yeah. Yeah. But one, usually one game. So this week we're back to one game again. She won last week. She picked the Patriots over the Broncos. It was a gutsy pick, and the Patriots spanked. And a lot of times when she picks, she goes, "I'm saying it's saying Patriots all the way, baby." And that's what she says. And I mean, they spanked the Broncos. I mean, Is it was she ridiculous. Psychic? I don't know. She's not very bright. <laughs> <laughs> Well, all right. But I don't know. She's good at this, and it's been working. So this is the week I gave her. Who'd I gave she her pick for this week? Okay. This week, I, g- I give her the teams. Okay. And this week, I gave her, I thought this was an interesting one to pick. It's a very low spread. I try not to have her work with spreads yet. She's picking the Chiefs at the Buffalo Bills. That's the game I told her to pick. The Kansas City Chiefs over the Buffalo Bills. Who's going to win? It's a very close matchup. Mm-hmm. So who's going to win? And she has said this week's pendulum pick, she has said it will be the Buffalo Bills. At home, they are underdogs by like one, maybe two now. But it doesn't I matter. I know nothing she about says, either team, but I'm going to be paying attention now. Right. And it's exciting because yeah. it's fun to watch because you're sitting there. And I, it's happened to me where I'm sitting at the game and I'm like, oh, my God, look at the Bills. Like when they spank somebody, it's it's like, well, she got it right. But she, she's saying Bills. She checks the next day. She's like, I'm telling it. It's going to be the Bills. Wow. And there's – I don't know. You know, it's fascinating to see what happens, and we'll see uh, what happens next week. Um, there is one thing we – I know nothing about either of those teams. I think the last thing I remember is maybe Doug Flutie was the quarterback. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I <laughs> used I to love him. I was a little him. kid, maybe. <laughs> I just wanted to uh, go with one thing before we move over to the television section. Uh, section. Do you know um, uh, Eric Decker? Have you heard of him? He's the guy on the E! Channel. He's got a reality that's, show. That's right. That's right. Him and his wife have that dopey reality I show. I don't know who he is, though. He is a New York Jet. The Jets he lives are in L.A. No, he lives in New York now. Oh. He just moved to the team. Oh, okay. Him and his wife, Jesse James. Boy, that's a shame. I mean, don't the Jets, like, suck really badly? That's right. Yeah. The Jets suck really badly, She just had a baby. Put it. Did I've she? only seen the reality show. Right? Didn't she? I don't know. I've only seen the reality show Anyway, listen times. to this. This is hilarious. He tweeted, this guy, he's obviously an idiot. But he's hot. Right, right no, there's no question about <laughs> that he's hot. I'm he's not taking that idiot. away from him, yeah. but he's obviously, you know, stupid. Like uh, like the way I think Dan Marino might be. Obviously a football god, a genius about f- quarterbacking and football, but a genuine idiot in real life. This mm. is my theory. Laces out, Dan. Right. So, uh, <laughs> so Eric Decker decided to tweet last week, and he said, hashtag Jets Nation, tell me why you love the Jets using Jets diehard fan as the hashtag, and I'll send a signed prize to my favorite. He was trying to get people, you know, let's, come on, guys, let's do it. And I don't know if you know anything about Jets fans. I mean, you do live here, and you are from New Jersey. You know how Jets fans are. I would say... They hate everybody. I would say they're probably not the classiest group of people. Right, they're not classy. (laughs) They're angry. They never, their team always is a disaster. And they all dress like Artie Lang. Do you realize like construction boots all the time? You are even absolutely if you're not right. Anywhere near a job site. I don't know whether you know. I talk about it on the show. I had Jets tickets for ten years. I didn't know this show existed until today. So I no, I have not heard what you have said. Sorry. I uh, I understand. I wasn't talking to you. <laughs> uh, if uh, I have a, uh, I've been a Jets fan. I've always I, I like the Jets. I'm a Jets fan. Everybody knows I'm a Jets fan. I had season you tickets are? for I ten years. You are. I thought you were a Giants fan. No, I'm a Jets fan. Oh, right. But I go to the Giants games. That's where I tailgate and go to the games because it's a better class of fans. Okay. There <laughs> you go. Better food for the tailgate. But I'm always a Jets fan. But listen, here's here's what they wrote back to Eric Decker, uh, which was uh, they're like, 
give me something to laugh at. The, he's like, Jets fan, give me something to laugh at on a literally a daily basis. This is what they wrote back to Eric Decker. They were like, you douche. I'm a Jets fan because they're an easy win when my team plays them. <laughs> I love the Jets because they never fail to screw up the entire godforsaken season every year. This is what they were all writing back to him. Uh, and they're like, I am a Jets fan because apparently I'm a masochist. Masochist. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I am a Jets fan at that time. Rex guaranteed a Super Bowl and then went 6-10. and ten. And then uh, I love the Jets because they are consistent. They let me down week after week. <laughs> what is there to love anymore at 1-7, bro? And then like, I am a Jets fan because of the butt fumble. That's this classic Mark Sanchez thing. So then uh, his wife wrote back. Oh, she got angry? Oh, she got angry. And she wrote back. And then that really bothered all the Jets fans as well. Um where did I put that? I wrote it down somewhere. I don't know where it is. Oh, yeah. She wrote, people are so overly dramatic. And uh, and they're like, but there was a bunch of, um, there was a, here, what followed was an outpouring of sarcasm and frustration from Jets fans. According to Newsday, Jesse didn't take kindly to that posting. You think he really cares what you all think, haters? He's laughing his all the way home. Life is pretty good here. Can't complain. So that's what she wrote. So then everybody just started going crazy. with That kicked off another round of heated tweets. And then um, she shut down her Twitter account. <laughs> her whole account? <laughs> yeah, really? Yeah. And then um, a day later, she put it back with just pictures of girls dressing as her and him for Halloween. Oh, geez. <laughs> but I mean, what I, position does he play? I have no idea. I don't even know. Yeah. I think he's... I, would, uh, I mean, obviously, if he wasn't hot and on E, like right. no one would know who he is. Right, right. I agree. And uh, it's just really funny because uh, it's just like, how do you not know? Don't don't mess with Jets fans. Do you not know, instigate. You're obviously from out of town. She's from Nashville. She's just a kid, but she doesn't know what he... Yeah, don't instigate. My husband's the best. So all you hate... She's not Giselle Bunchin. She did that for Tom Brady, but that's different. She's a top supermodel. She's badass. She was taking care of her man. But this is the Jets, not the Patriots, who win every year. I, I mean, I only, I, I've heard. That I, was out of Super Bowl frustrations, completely different. Jets fans are not to be messed with. No, yeah. as a matter I, of fact. I, knew, well, I, I believe a former coworker of mine, and I could be maybe mistaking her for somebody else, but I think she went to one Jets game. Someone dumped a beer on her and called her, can I say the C word? Yeah. <laughs> and called her a yeah, cunt. Yeah, we know that. <laughs> So that's the that's the level of fandom well, that the, you're dealing with with Jets. However, they're getting together, they're organizing themselves, and they've put money together to put together a billboard to fire the general manager was John Idsek. They're putting up three billboards over the Meadowlands to say fire John Idsek. So they actually got together, raised I think it's ten thousand yeah ten thousand dollars to put up a billboard. That doesn't sound very Jets like. To get someone fired. Well, yeah, that's the brilliance. But I mean, the guy's an idiot. The guy's a genuine idiot. Mm. So they need to get him fired. But to organize themselves to do that, I'm very impressed. Yeah. They did that in Tampa, too, and it was very cool. All right. Let's move on to the TV portion of the show. Hey, how are you? It's a chilly Tuesday morning, and uh, here we are. That sounds like a game show from the 70s. I know. I can't what is get enough. that? It's a game show from the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, I don't know what it is. It's just something. Anyway, now, this is the TV portion of the show. All right. Uh, now, first of all, I would like to talk about um, this Nick Walenda. He is the tightrope guy that, uh, you know, went over the two skyscrapers in Chicago last week. Okay, I heard now, about that. Last year, when he did it over like the Grand Canyon or wherever he was, it got unbelievable ratings on the Discovery Channel. They do it live. 
This week, it completely dropped off. Nobody cared. I don't know why. It was over these two strikers. It looked amazing. But my theory is, I, I don't know if you heard the last time, when I watched it live last time, all he does when he's walking is he goes, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for this unbelievable moment. Thank you, Jesus. That's what he's doing when he's walking the tightrope really slowly. He goes, I love God. I love Jesus. <laughs> Jesus is so great. Jesus has been so good. This is what he does. This is my guess of why the ratings fell off, because this is why I didn't watch. Because you just hear him saying that over and over and over. Over and over and over again. Now, I don't have a problem if he loves Jesus, but the fact that he thinks Jesus is helping him tightrope over Because Jesus has got nothing else to worry about. He's got nothing better to do. That drives me insane. So I didn't watch, and clearly nobody else did, because although it is an amazing feat, who wants to hear that? Like, nonstop, it's like you're calling out Jesus' name to help you with this ridiculous stunt you don't need to do. But here's the thing, though. You're not being chased by villains. Right. But what happens if he fell? It'd be a great show. Now, that's some serious but ratings. But would they show His it? grandfather fell. His and grandfather died? And died, yeah. <laughs> so, on TV? Well, uh, no. I don't think they had TV. Was, uh, yeah, but see, that's what I mean. Like, obviously, if it's on TV... Live, no, yeah. He could fall and die. Yeah, but... Uh, it's exciting It stuff. sounds like he wouldn't, because then they wouldn't put it on TV. And uh, then you're watching a live death. No one's going to do that. That's why it got big ratings last time, but that's why I guess people were Well, I people think people are now onto it. Like, oh, he's not actually going to fall. I don't know. He could have fallen, maybe. Anyway... Um, some of the shows that we've been talking about on the show, we uh, for the past couple of weeks, we've been going over days, uh, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and I've made predictions on which shows have been canceled. A lot will, of shows got canceled. canceled recently. Well, you know, because now it's two months into the season. They know what's good or bad. There was a show. Uh, well, first of all, I want to talk about, and, and we should talk about this. There's a show that I really like, and uh, I have talked about it on this show. It just got canceled yesterday, two days ago. Uh, first, there's that horrible bad judge with Kate Walsh. Now, that's a bad show. I don't know if you've ever seen it or anything. I've only seen promos. It looked horrific. It, it is horrific, but... Um, I'm not a huge fan of hers, well, actually. Well, neither is Triumph, uh, the insult comic dog. Here's a <laughs> clip from... Uh, I pulled this off the gong show. Luckily, we have a touch of class on this panel from Grey's Anatomy and starting her second season of Private Practice, <laughs> the very lovely and funny Kate Walsh, everyone. Hey. What is Kate Walsh doing here? Kate is doing a solid for us because otherwise it's a total testosterone Tell me about it. You've got to fire your agent, bitch. (laughs) He called her a bitch because he hated Kate Walsh so much. This is Triumph the Insult Comic Puppet Dog. Yeah, I know. He hated Kate Walsh so much because she kept us waiting. She pulled like a movie star thing and didn't show up when we were doing the gong show with David Tell. Um, she just w- didn't show it up really late, made everybody in the audience wait like an hour and a half. Oh, and it was like really, so he, that was the politest thing they put on. You know, they cut all the other stuff. I bet. <laughs> he was making so much fun of her. So I've always kind of hated her after that. Yeah. But I still find her very attractive. So I ended up watching She's very attractive, every yeah. episode of Bad Judge, but it I is a horrible show. And, but following it was a show called A to Z. I heard about this getting canceled. It's great. Is it? It's a bummer. It's a, you know, you and I, we like romantic comedies. Yes. Uh, last week, I was telling everybody at, um, I met the director and writer of, uh, or the writer of Notting Hill. Oh, uh, well, The hello. director of uh, 
the, the Christmas I'm not going to pull the curtain too far back, but you, you, you and I know how much we love that movie. Yeah, yeah, we <laughs> talked about it last week. So, yeah, I met him. You know how I, right, I yeah. love it. I love it. I met, it was so exciting meeting him. He told I me. I watched that movie once with Dave in a van. <laughs> all right, that's all I'm going to We talked say. about that last week because I also watched it with a couple of dudes in the van, too, oh that were here God. last week. <laughs> we, we were we were drinking and we had burgers. That's like so the, new that's the new drive-in movie. <laughs> I, you know, I do like it and it, it makes me feel good. But I asked the uh, the writer he go about the you know the place that Hugh Grant lives in. Apparently, that was his apartment, and it still is. Wow! And he asked the director of photography to go find a location, and he found he go, he gets the pictures. He goes, "This is my apartment." He goes, "Yeah, it's great, isn't it?" <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, there's the show A to Z. It's a it's a nice show. It's like a romantic comedy. You know, I don't care for the sitcoms. I've been watching a lot more since I've been doing this podcast, but this show was working for me. I don't know. I came upon it. it. Nobody I know. Nobody I've ever heard of. This girl who was in the musical Once uh, is in it, and nobody, like, not big stars, but they weren't annoying. The characters were not annoying me like a lot of sitcoms do. It's just how a boy and a girl met, and apparently, I I don't know the dates, but it's um, Katie Segal does the voiceover, and she goes, this is a story about... You know Al, uh, what her name is starts with a Z, Zelda and Alan, whatever, mm-hmm. who are going to date for three hundred and sixty-three days and eight hours and twenty minutes. That's so like something. So it's a, you know that's interesting because yeah. you're like, oh, what's going to happen? I don't know. And they go through the letter of the alphabets and you know stuff like each week is a different letter. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it, it was pleasant. And the first episode got me. Like I was like, wow, that's interesting. I didn't think it would end like that. And I was like, geez, I I don't think they'll be able to pull off a next week because this was a very nice 22 minutes and then the next week it got me again i was like very surprised i'm like well this is not horrible yeah i've seen some very bad that show selfie uh, is kind of annoying i try to that's watch it but that's going to be canceled within i think two it's days, horrible think. it's very uncomfortable do you to watch. follow the cancel the cancellation bear on twitter yeah yeah i yeah. do yeah absolutely so he's been it. talking about selfies on its way out yeah, yeah. soon so but well, this one of my favorite shows got canceled today oh which one witches of east end that's it was on for oh, two right, seasons yes, I heard it got canceled it was, immediately it was such a good show and I'm so pissed that they took it off. It's on Lifetime. What the <laughs> hell does Lifetime have that's so pressing that they need to cancel Witches of East End? You know who's outraged about this too? Snooky. Oh, is that she right? She is a huge fan of the show. She is pissed. So why do you suppose it went off if everybody likes it so much? I mean, a life, I don't know. like you say, Lifetime, you should be secure. It's lifetime. Right. Are they gotta, gonna put back Army Wives? Or, uh, I mean, <laughs> who knows? Is Prison the new Wives. Jacqueline Smith uh, Prison show wi- going to be on? Prison Wives is still on. Maybe they have to get ready for the Christmas special season. I don't know. Yeah, Isn't that the channel Leanne that Rhymes makes uh, nonstop Christmas yes. shows? Or is that the yeah. Hallmark channel? I can't get them. Uh, get them. No, Lifetime does a lot of those Lifetime original movies. You know, all the bad movies. Yeah. That, yeah. I, I saw that that was canceled. I was surprised about that, too. If it was on Lifetime, who cares? You know, right. I mean, just keep it, it going. It was literally the only reason I ever stopped on Lifetime when yeah. I would go through the channels. But this A to Z was really good, but it was getting no ratings from the very beginning, so it was doomed. And it's a bummer. Now, there's this other show that not only was I positive it was going to get canceled. I actually made the prediction on a previous show. Here it is. Okay, well, here's another awful one. That there's no way it could last. I picked this one canceled in a month, I said, uh, which I guess is four episodes. It's called Manhattan Love Story. So I was completely correct. I'm not even sure if they made it to four episodes. Yeah, I, uh, that got the axe. <laughs> it got the axe, and it's horrible. I actually have some clips. Now, do you know what that show was about? I only know, I believe it's a couple that meets in Manhattan. The only thing I know about it is the blonde guy was on one of my favorite shows of all time, Greek. 
Oh, okay, on right. ABC I know you like ABC. You always and told so, me to watch that show. Yeah, it was such a good show, and he was one of the stars. So that's the only thing I think that made me notice that he's also on the show, but I didn't watch it. Well, what I didn't think it had a chance. I'm sick of uh, getting I involved in shows right. and then they get canceled. I didn't think it had a chance either. So I didn't even watch this one as an experiment. I didn't even watch it. So um, what the show is, the premise of the show was that yes, there are a couple that meets in Manhattan, but all you hear is their voices in their heads. Okay. I mean, this is hard. Now, this so is... So they have no dialogue with each other? Uh, once in a while, but it's mostly their thoughts. This was their... Um, this was the opening, the pilot. He's walking down the street. We're hearing his thoughts on all the women he likes. Yes. Yep. He's looking at all these girls. Yes. Eh. Ooh, I think I already did. Don't remember her name. Please don't recognize me. This is me. the thoughts going through his head. Could you, Mrs. Robinson? Oh, God, yes. This is already yes. terrible. Yes. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, now, wait. Hold Robbie. on a second. Here comes her part. I don't know. Yes. Hello, gorgeous. I don't believe we've met, but now I have to have you. God, She's I love talking New York. about Look at that thing. purses. Not so much. I just want to snatch you up and take you home. That's mugging. You are thinking about mugging someone for a purse. It's time to re-examine your priorities. Hold on, must have that most beautiful purse ever. How great would I look? Ah! If Gandalf likes it, how great can it really be? How did this show got canceled? I, I don't understand. I mean, I it's amazing. Know. Wow. This is, uh, this is them watching television at separate houses and uh, their thoughts while they're watching TV. But plus, the guy in it has a horrible speaking voice. The girl, I can sit through. But the guy, he, you know, if, he, if I'm I know what you mean, he doesn't have. Uh, I know. No, it's not working. So here's them watching television together. He's watching Ice Road Truckers, and she's watching, as we were going to talk about before. This is what I wanted to tell you Whale Wars. Oh, God. So thank you for Whales in Space. <laughs> oh, that truck's going through the ice. No way that truck doesn't go through the ice. This is the level of writing? Whale Wars? Yep. They're history's greatest wars because they're history's greatest beasts. It made it? Man, they never fall through the ice. I was just watching fat, hairy men drive trucks. This is stupid. I'm turning it off. Thank you. Oops. There you go. She said it for us. Instead. Just turn it off. Go exercise. Or at least watch someone else exercise. The Bachelor. Bingo. Ooh, The Bachelor. Jackpot. Thank you so much. Take it to the sweet Ashley H. Oh, Ashley H, do not go to the fantasy suite with Jerome. What do we say about making good choices? This is painful. Why are you Isn't it, though? It was That's canceled. painful. That was a network television show. Now, that girl, that her voice is kind of sexy. I'm listening to it in the headphones. You know, I like yeah. That guy is horrible. He's a horrible actor. It, it, I don't know. It's like everything he's doing is bad. I mean, he was good when he played a frat boy on Greek, but, right, you, you know. like him, you're thinking of it. I mean, he, he, you know, he looks good and everything, but, I mean, it's just like if, if you're going to use a show about somebody's voices in their head, use one with a better speaking voice. Yeah. There must be other men out there. What about that guy from Castle you like? Nathan Fillion? <laughs> oh, he's got a great voice. Exactly. Castle, by the way, is doing. It's just kicking ass. I don't know why. It's you know what you this, love it. this season is the best season of Castle ever. Really? I love. I've watched it from day one, and it it, it is by far the best season. It's it, it, he had. It's a huge mystery, and it's I don't know what happened to the show, but it has whole new life to it. Well, listen to this. Um, these are the uh, ratings that uh, I like to go over for this week, and um, on the bottom. Castle made the top 25 for total viewers. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, it's still like that popular a show. I mean, yeah. think about how many shows are not, don't even crack the top 25. And Castle's been, was it 10 years already? 
Uh, not that many. I've only seen like three episodes because I, I think that girl's pretty and that guy it doesn't bother me. That's the way I... Right. He looks a little like Jason Bateman, so it kind totally. of disturbs me he a little. He says that he's been pulled over and cops have let him go because they think it's Jason <laughs> Bateman. <laughs> That's really funny. Because uh, there's so many people who don't watch that show, which is extra funny, right, too. Right, right. They would have no idea who it was. Anyway, Sunday, NBC is a bag of crap. All their shows suck. You see they're canceling everything. They don't have anything good. I wrote an article for the Huffington Post saying that NBC, all their shows are just okay. I don't they even know what's on NBC, truthfully. They have no smash hits. They have that horrible Mysteries of Laura, which they just gave a full season to because they have nothing else. They just axed two of their sitcoms. They're trying They've to get... They've got the last three Will and Grace fans hanging on right, for right, that one. Exactly. <laughs> excellent point. Excellent yeah. point. That's all Deborah Messing's doing. Yeah. But what they have is Sunday Night Football, and that just kicks ass in the ratings. Yeah. And that lets them win the week. So I guess they don't care because even The Blacklist, which I like, is not a, a great show. It's just good because Spader is amazing. The other actors are horrible, so they ruin the show. But when Spader's on, the show rules. Uh, but it's still not a classic, you know? So this week's ratings, the Fox got really lucky. And this is for 18 to 49-year-olds. They had a Game 7 of the World Series because the World Series, I don't know if you heard, tanked this year in ratings. I mean, the voice beat I didn't it. even know it happened. Well, <laughs> it did, and it happens every year. I understand. No, no, that. but I mean, I know it happens every year. I didn't know it actually happened yet. Right. So. Well, it happened, and they had a, and it was, you know, not a big team. I mean, it was San Francisco, which is an okay team, but Kansas City, not the Yankees and yeah. anybody else. So people didn't know, and people weren't watching, and nobody cares about baseball anymore. But it went to a game seven, and that's what made it very exciting. In fact, we left here last week, and we watched it, went to a bar and watched it. It was very exciting. Okay. Uh, and, the, and Kansas City came up against this one pitcher, Madison Bumgardner, I think that's his name who just destroyed them and ruined their entire season. This one man mm. won the World Series for them because Kansas City was unstoppable until they went up with this one guy and he pitched three times the World Series and destroyed them. They won every other game he didn't pitch. Wow. Yeah. So um, then the Big Bang Theory is always, you know, that's number three. That's the way it I've usually works. I've never watched that show. That Jim Parsons, I mean, uh, he just annoys me. Well, I, I like that show a lot, but... Um, uh, the Modern Family and Big Bang Theory are the first two. Modern Family's great. Those are the two highest rated shows besides The Voice. Love The Voice. Really well. Because, th th now I have this th thing, the ratings go incredibly high up when Peyton Manning plays, when the Broncos play. Mm -hmm. Ratings go through the roof. The Sunday Night Football, which was a 6.7 this week, which I think was the uh, Pittsburgh-Baltimore the week the Broncos played was an 8.1. That's a huge difference. Is that because difference. They, people have him for fantasy football stuff? No, or it's because they worship Peyton they Manning. Like they want to see him break records. Yeah. They want to see him go to the Super Bowl. They want to see him win. Okay. He is a likable character, and people just love his story. Right. And he is cool, and he's awesome, and he's great in Saturday Night Live. It was one of the best episodes I've ever seen <laughs> when he hosted Saturday Night Live. It's one of the funniest ones I've ever seen. They should have him back, because that show sucks. <laughs> that show is painful. Painful. <laughs> this week with... Uh, Chris Rock, he got a lot of controversy because his opening monologue was uh, risky. But that's what Chris Rock does. Yeah. He w I thought it was brilliant. He was talking about how he's not going to go in the Freedom Tower. He's like, why would I ever go to the Freedom Tower? Um, that's funny. He, ma he made a great point. He goes, they better put some mandatory shit in there, like <laughs> family court and <laughs> the IRS. It's brilliant, right? Yeah, and the DMV. Because he goes, if there's Sunglass Hut, no one's going there. <laughs> that's the funniest it's, thing. I think it's hilarious. And people took offense to it. Why would you take offense to it? Who is going to go in? Why would, I mean, maybe it'll take 20 years for people to start going in there. But right now, Really? You, you know, have I mean to be a New Yorker to know and feel the the intense 
sadness and creepiness about that whole area. That might be you an really, excellent example. You really have to be a New Yorker, and, and I think he just happened to turn it into something that was really funny to the rest of the world. They were like, oh, my God, is he dissing 9-11 victims? Of course not. But if you're living here, every time I look at that building, I don't like to get that close to it. I don't. It's an, ex an excellent point. You're absolutely right, because if you were here on 9-11 like he was and I was and you I were. Was, I was too, right, That's yeah. what I'm saying. Uh, it's a and completely different story. It was my first year story. in New York. That's why when I see people visiting the 9-11 grounds, I'm like, what's the matter with you? Why, won't, why would you want to do that? Why would anybody ever yeah, want to do that? Yeah. However, there is a joke that I do every time I drive past it uh, when there's a big hole there. I, I always do. And even if I'm by myself in the car, I always go, oh, what happened here? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I can't help myself. Only that I know myself. you and I can imagine you, <laughs> Like you I've know. clearly been on Mars for the past yeah. uh, decade, yeah. so I, <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, um, so 60 Minutes moved from number 23 to 8th place for the week because it followed the overtime of the Pat Broncos game, hmm. which was a blowout. But it just shows you what Peyton Manning yeah. uh, and what the kind of thing he holds. Blackish moved from twelve, uh, from 21 to 12, so that's become a big hit for ABC. It's got Modern Family as the lead-in. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Is that what the yeah. thing is? So that's and, pretty good and deal. And it's, it's, it's not a bad show. I've seen the first, like, three episodes. Yeah, I saw, I saw the first one. I thought it was okay. I had a feeling it would last. It's just maybe not for me. I, I could, I'm sure I could watch it if it's on. I've never seen Modern Family. You know, it's weird. Which is great. I yeah, love Yeah, I know. Modern Everybody Family. loves it's it, so, so that's my, my bad. Um, Once Upon a Time, do you like that show? Because I like I've it a lot. I've never seen it. I like it a lot. Moved up to 14. It's doing really well. It just uh, did really bad. I didn't bad know it was still on. Oh, yeah. It's the fourth, they're doing a Frozen theme this year because uh, they're taking advantage, and it's it's working. And it's, it's a it's bad. It's a bad season. Nobody who's a fan likes it. Is that it. like American Horror Story? Like it changes every season? Yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, the characters stay the same. I don't watch but that either. But yeah, it, not like that. But they they change the the premise. But this year they're doing a Frozen premise to coincide with the smash of that movie. Right. Um. And none of the people that like Once Upon a Time like it. But it's bringing in all these, you know, kids. I guess to watch it because it's got the Frozen premise and it's kicking ass. And um, that show, Mom, you know, with Allison Janney. No. Premiered uh, and Anna Faris. Well, it it's on. Oh, I saw a subway sign for that once, but I yeah. didn't think it ever well, made it, it to air. Well, it's number fifteen in the ratings. The it's premiere. Wow, well, good right for them. Over the blacklist. I think it. I think it comes after Two and a Half Men, which I don't know why that show still That's does still well. That's still on. It's still. <laughs> it's their last season, oh, and I okay. think the premise this season. I think they're getting married. I think John Cryer is marrying Ashton Kutcher. What? I'm not kidding. I I could have sworn I thought I saw that was the premise. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's what I thought it was. I watched. Um, here's something that will interest you. I watched Two Broke Girls the other night. Now this is not a horrible show. It's a bad sitcom, but I like bad sitcoms. <laughs> I like the phony life. Now all we do is talk on the show. We talk about Mulaney, because that's a really bad sitcom that is unwatchable. And um, I don't know what that is, but I've seen people on Twitter like outraged that it's still on They're right. like this is the It'll worst thing ever well that's the funny thing i Here, don't know who he is he's a <laughs> okay here's the best part you will appreciate this um he is a stand-up comic who used to write for saturday night live okay and for some reason got his own show he's a horrible actor and i think a horrible comic here's some of his stand-up girl hey it's true <laughs> sometimes i'll be dating a girl and then I have these friends that are girls, and I think, oh, maybe they'll all get along. <laughs> no. I don't want to make any generalizations about women, but while women can be friends, I think it's hard to force women to hang out with each other. Like, I don't think you could ever put together a heist of just women. Like, Ocean's Eleven with women wouldn't work. 
because two would keep breaking off to talk trash about the other nine. Or not even talk trash, just say weird passive aggressive things while they break into the casino vault. Just being like, oh, I love how you just wear anything. That's the opening to his show. That's on television. That's terrible. So he's trying to be like a Seinfeld It's type exactly of thing. like Seinfeld, uh, but it makes Seinfeld look like Laurence Olivier all the time because <laughs> he's a really bad actor. So the show is really bad, but it's got all these, it's got Martin Short in it. And this week, it had um, these two legends in a way. <laughs> oh, hello. That's Elliot Gould. Hey, Oscar, we got a package of yours. Oh, I ordered a book on Jewish yoga. John, these are my dear friends. Now you hear the fake audience applauding? They're mm -hmm. applauding for Penny Marshall and Lorraine Bracco. Why are they in this show? I don't know. That's weird. It's weird. But you hear those laughs? They're clearly fake. Yeah. However, at the beginning, I'd they clearly state anyway. filmed before a live audience. That's what they state. Uh. Now, this two broke girls, I don't know what they do, but... Um, you know, it seems this is Melania is a bad show. It's unwatchable. But the two broke girls is it's, it's watchable. You know what I'm saying? It's a bad sitcom, but I like bad sitcoms, and that one I can deal with. Plus, I really find that blonde girl really pretty. Now, she cut her hair this week, or on the pilot. Uh, she has long, really pretty long hair, like down to her back. You know, but she cut it this week, and it looks really good. Now, Kelly Cuoco, or however you pronounce her name, from The Big Bang Theory. Kaylee Cuoco? I okay. Thank you. Uh, she has a, another name now, Sweeting, I think it's called. She got married. When she got married, she cut her hair to this short, disgusting, uh, old woman, middle-aged cut, Ugh. which is gross and ruining the show for me. <laughs> I like that show. That show spoke to me because it was a bunch of nerds who lusted after this really pretty, busty blonde. Mm -hmm. Now, she's got this you know, mom cut. And she doesn't even show her boobs anymore. I, I don't. She's working for a pharmaceutical company. She was a waitress at the Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> I don't know what's happened to this show, mm -hmm. but I can't decide whether I'm being rude because I don't like her haircut. Well, meanwhile, I, d I think it's a bad haircut. As we were talking today, and I don't really know that much about hair, but I think that's a bad haircut, whereas I think that girl in Two Broke Girls made an outstanding choice of haircut. But see, this is the thing. When, when I was in probably... I think high school, maybe high school, um, when Felicity was the biggest show that we were all obsessed with, Felicity cut her cut hair. Cut her hair. And the, the, sh the show practically fell Tanked. off of TV. That's right, that's right. Just Legendary because story. of her haircut. Yeah, th the only reason I think she cut her hair is because she knew that they were, uh, you know, on for another, th they got a three-year commitment. That's the only thing I can think of, that she's like, well, I'm going to cut my hair. It ruined the show. It ruined the show for me. I don't, you know, the, it's not working for me. She She's just not as sexy anymore for me. I'm... I, I, I don't want to seem sexist, but it's not working. I don't know. I, it's, it's really bothering me because I really, really like that show a lot. Well, I'm sorry for your loss. <laughs> Thank, oh, here's the last thing I wanted to say, and then we'll uh, wrap it up. Uh, on the show, Mulaney, he's at, this week, he's at the Comedy Cellar. In okay? New York? Technically. Okay. And in the show, he's at the Cellar. Yeah. He's in the, okay, you ready? I know you know about this because you were married to a comedian who used to play at the Comedy Cellar. This scene takes place, I'm not going to play it, but this scene takes place in the dressing room of the comedy <laughs> cellar. <laughs> the dressing room, a.k.a. the upstairs restaurant I where know. everyone had to sit. So it's just <laughs> him, his uh, roommate, who's also a comic named Motif, a black guy, and um, they're just sitting there by themselves waiting to go on, and his new girlfriend comes in, and then their other roommate comes in, and no one else comes in. 
It's just the two of them. They're sitting on this beautiful, nice couch. Oh, my God. They got a microwave. They got a like a champagne bottle thing of uh, of like a like a cooler. Uh, so I, he's never been to the comedy cellar. <laughs> I don't know how many shows I've seen. Like remember the movie Punchline, where they had lockers for the comedians. I don't know what comedians are writing these shows, but they've clearly never been to a comedy club before. Yeah, yeah. I think we were. I don't know whether we were talking about this last week or not. But do you remember the Rhoda and Mary Tyler Moore? get together they they came back and made a made for tv movie mary tyler moore and rhoda got back together again i think that again. was from before i was born no it <laughs> wasn't it was 2000 i'm sorry were you born be before 2000 are you that young I, I don't know what that is anyway what you're talking does, about. you don't you've never heard of mary tyler moore i've heard of that's that, all i'm I've talking seen about it. no you've never seen the mary tyler moore show no it doesn't matter you've heard of the mary tyler moore show you've heard it's been on the air yes right so him her and rhoda that was a show too you've never heard of the show rhoda no you've never heard of the show no. rhoda was really? she someone from the Mary Tyler Moore show? Yeah, that's right. Okay. And she got her own show. It was very popular. And I guess the only reason I bring it up is because my mother. Oh, is mother that the lady from The Apprentice with the brain cancer? Yeah, that's the one. Okay, there you go. So you do know it. Um, my mother's name is Rhoda, so I'm Oh, I saw her on The Apprentice. My mother? Okay, so anyway, they do a show together, uh, and Mary Tyler Moore's daughter wants to become a comedian. Sarah Silverman and I watched this together. We couldn't wait because for the badness of it. She wants to become a comedian, and she has this great line where she go, they're fighting. She goes, I don't want you to be a comedian. I want you to college. She goes, look, if you want me, I'll be at the Ha Ha Lounge tonight. And then she walks out in a dramatic scene, you know, <laughs> saying the Ha Ha Lounge. So then they go to the lounge, of course, and it's a huge dressing room where after the show, they're allowed to come backstage. She's got a mirror with the lights and everything. Wow. I'm like, I don't know who's writing this, but it's driving me insane. Wishful thinking. Well, that's our show for today. I think it was an okay one. I mean, Victoria's a little annoying, but she, uh, you know, pretty much uh, covered for herself afterwards. I mean, who doesn't know Rhoda? Unless, you know, your mother's name is Rhoda, and that's why it's so important to show to you, of course. What are the odds they're going to make a show named after my mother's name, which is named Rhoda? It's a terrible name it's for a show. It's an unbelievable odds. Those <laughs> odds would never happen, you would think. Well, good luck, speaking of odds. Good luck with all of your pendulum picks Thank you. And all I hope that. Victoria comes in, and I really appreciate it. I think the pendulum picks will come in this week. Victoria, thank you so much. Would you like to plug something? I know you're working for CBGBs now, right? Is there anything uh, you'd like to plug out of them? Nothing? No shows? No shows coming up? <laughs> all right. Well, no, anyway. it's going to be a competing podcast, and I don't want to take away any of your thunder. Okay. <laughs> well, that's Victoria. You can catch uh, my picks at davejuska.blogspot.com and at davejuskow on Twitter. We will see you next week on The Spread when I think we're going to do something very special.